Hello, and welcome to The Gathering, Daughters of the Living King, where women seek to know and experience the love of Christ. I am your host, Judy Killebrew, and my experience and passion is in encouraging and empowering women and their walk of faith with the Lord. Hebrews 10, 25 states, And let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of His return is drawing near. In this weekly podcast, we will focus on meeting the unique spiritual, emotional, and social needs of faith-based women. If you are an imperfect woman seeking to maximize your spiritual growth and desire to experience a transformed life with the beauty of God's love, then The Gathering is the podcast for you. Here in the messiness of our daily struggles, we are a gathering of women who strive to live daily with Jesus. You can listen to this podcast on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcast fix. Don't forget to subscribe and hit the like button so that you won't miss one episode. I can't wait for you to join us on this journey. Hello, friends. This week, we are discussing thankfulness in the midst of the messiness. My grandson Sawyer has asked to sing a song to help us get started with our discussion. Hello, my name is Sawyer, and I'm going to sing a special song. Here we go. Lord, I thank you for sunshine. I thank you for rain. Thank you for joy. And I thank you for pain. It's a beautiful day. Yay, 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 yay. It's a beautiful day. Hey, uh, if you like my name's podcast, make sure to like, subscribe. Thank you. My friends, I hope that song placed a smile on your face. Isn't it wonderful to have a thankful heart? Lord, I thank you for sunshine. I thank you for rain. I thank you for joy, and I thank you for pain. Life shares its ups and downs with many of us. Our days can be filled with joy, and other days can be filled with pain. There are things we do understand, and other things we do not understand. And there are some things we will never understand this side of heaven. I wish I could tell you the number of times I have shaken my head in disbelief, over circumstances that have completely dumbfounded me. I wish I could have taken the pain from family, friends, and others who suffered losses, hardships, and even death of a loved one. There are not enough words to describe a broken heart, not to mention seeing gratitude in the pain. Yet 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verses 16 through 18 says, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Hmm. Always, continually, and in all circumstances? Those are words that don't give us a whole lot of wiggle room. Paul didn't write, rejoice until things get tough. He didn't say pray unless you're too tired. And he didn't preach, give thanks for the good stuff in life. Our life can be hard. During the storms of life, it can seem almost crazy to the rational mind to assume we can remain ever ready to be consistently thankful at all times. However, since God tells us that this is his will for us, 
then I can trust He will help me to walk it out so I can receive His best for my life. Friends, have you ever noticed how our unthankfulness or grumbling can be contagious? If someone complains, the next thing you know you've joined in and are complaining right along with them. It reminds me in the book of Exodus how the Israelites were repeatedly complaining when they were wandering in the desert for 40 years. Can you imagine how this grumbling or complaining started in the wilderness? It might have went something like this. One person picked up her manna for the day and said, You know, I'm sick of this manna. Then someone else picked up his and said, Come to think about it, I'm sick of it too. Then a neighbor agreed, and it spread, and it spread, and it spread. Next thing you know, two million people are grumbling and complaining for 40 years about manna until they arrive to the promised land. But having a heart of gratitude or thankfulness is at the core of the Bible and in the life of a daughter of the living king. It is an overflow of our response to the gospel. In Philippians chapter 4 verses 11 through 12, Paul explains to the church of Philippi that he had learned the secret of contentment. He had faced hunger as well as abundance danger as well as safety, and need as well as satisfaction. Through every circumstance that he had faced, one thing remained the same. Paul's thankfulness in all circumstances due to his love for Christ. So how do we begin cultivating this grateful heart? I think one of the keys to developing thankfulness starts by forgiving others. I don't know about you, but at times I can hold a grudge like my life depends on it. I can have a hard time in forgiving people when they have deeply hurt me. It just doesn't seem fair to forgive a wrong. But forgiving, especially when it's hard, helps us cultivate a heart of thanksgiving. Every time I don't want to forgive, I think about how God has forgiven me of so many sins in the past. When I reflect on the living King's mercy, I can't help but feel thankful for the grace that I have been given. And when I realize the importance of His mercy, it becomes easier for me to forgive others and continue to develop a heart of gratitude. Forgiving frees the heart from anger resentment, and bitterness. And guess what? As thankfulness takes root in the spirit and soul, we will increasingly continue to move towards a growing heart of forgiveness. In other words, when our gratitude to our Savior overwhelms our heart, we can't help but extend mercy and grace to others. We can choose to express our genuine gratitude to God, by our generous forgiveness. Colossians chapter 3 verses 12 through 14 in the message translation states, So chosen by God for this new life of love, dress in the wardrobe God picked out for you. Compassion, kindness, humility, quiet strength, discipline. Be even-tempered, content with second place, quick to forgive an offense. Forgive as quickly and completely as the Master forgave you, 
And regardless of what else you put on, wear love. It's your basic all-purpose garment. Never be without it. To wonder why God allows certain things, to stew in anger or bitterness, to get so consumed with the small details of today that we can't look forward to the future with joy and hope is not God's will. And let me tell you, only God knows how he has worked in my life because forgiveness can be hard. You see, God is really serious about us being thankful. So when someone hurts my feelings, I ask God for self-control and not to attack others with words, anger, or complaining. And every time I choose self-control and gratitude, it becomes much easier, especially during the difficult times of life. It might sound far-fetched, but you can find joy and gratitude in any circumstance when there is the right focus. By keeping our eyes on God, He will not allow us to become overwhelmed by our hurts and pain. But the best news is that gratitude is contagious. You can shift the atmosphere in your environment and become the kind of person others want to be around. You are the daughter of the living King, and He wants you to be joyful. So the big question is, what impact does your spirit have on those around you? Are they refreshed and encouraged by your thankful spirit? Or are they weighed down by your negative, ungrateful words and attitude? Just as our living King gives us free will, Gratitude is a daily choice that can have a profound impact on our life. Choosing gratitude and choosing it as a daily habit helps guard our hearts against worry, stress, and anxiety. Let's be aware that from the small, common, everyday stresses to the big, life-altering tragedies, it's so easy to embrace stress, worry, and anxiety especially when it creeps in slowly and tangles its ways around our heart. And God doesn't always answer our request in the ways we desire. But when we communicate to our living King and others with a thankful heart, He will give us the peace that surpasses all understanding to humbly accept His will. Psalm 69.30 tells us, I will praise the name of God with a song. I will magnify Him with thanksgiving. Remember Sawyer's song at the beginning of our discussion? Lord, I thank you for joy and I thank you for pain. We are to give our living King praise even through suffering, trial, and times of need. One of the benefits of having a thankful heart is that gratitude changes us and it also changes our vision. Instead of seeing life through the temporary sight of our limited human eyes, we can see through the holy lens of the gospel. And that, my friend, is the secret. That is why this is one of the most important lessons in our walk with Christ. Gratitude shields us from unforgiveness, bitterness, emptiness, and worthlessness. It gives us life when an illness hits us, it gives us hope when the world betrays us, and it gives us peace when our surroundings fall around us. 
a grateful heart and the act of thanksgiving strengthens our worship too. The Apostle Paul understood that thankful hearts are those that are ready and able to fully rejoice in the peace of Christ and praise of God. In other words, our joy, prayers, and thankfulness should not fluctuate with our circumstances, our feelings. Obeying these three commands to be joyful Never stop praying and be thankful often goes against our natural inclinations. When we make a conscious decision to do what God says, however, we will begin to see people in a new perspective. When we do God's will, we will find it easier to be joyful and thankful. My friends, here are three scriptures on thankfulness to hide in your heart this week. Psalm 100 verse 4. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 20. Always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Philippians chapter 4 verse 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. A thankful heart appreciates all of God's blessings, valuing the small things in life and the big and obvious ones. A thankful heart can endure through the difficult times and sees the value in the lessons that are learned. A thankful heart knows that God is the giver of all good things and worthy of our grateful praise. A thankful heart doesn't complain. It has no room for grumbling thoughts. A heart deeply rooted in Jesus Christ results in an overflow of thankfulness. Colossians chapter 2 verse 7 says, Let your roots grow deep into Him and let your lives be built on Him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. If the Israelites were grumbling in the desert just days after God delivered them from slavery, then I am certainly following in their footsteps every time I focus on a minor frustration and neglect the bigger picture of God's incredible provision. They needed help practicing gratitude, and so do all of us. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for this gathering of women. I thank you that we can approach your throne with confidence in knowing that you will listen to us. Help us to be thankful in all circumstances. Father, help us to have forgiving hearts that will show mercy and grace to others as your mercy is never ending to us. Father, I ask that you meet each listener where they are and provide strength and joy where it is needed. And Father, I give you all the praise and the glory and I pray in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Ladies, I hope to see you next week as we gather and experience a transformed life with the beauty of God's love. You can listen to this podcast on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcast fix. 
Don't forget to subscribe and hit the follow button so that you won't miss one episode. I am so happy that you are with us on this journey.